Well, all right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Sunday, February 21st. I mentioned yesterday that the $15 federal minimum wage increase is in the current version of the relief bill, at least a graduated increase to $15 an hour. Pramila Jayapal, the chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, said on CNN today that she expects the Senate parliamentarian will allow it to stay in the reconciliation package. She told Dana Bush, I have been speaking with Senator Sanders pretty regularly, with Speaker Pelosi, with the White House, and if Republicans could give a $2 trillion tax break to the wealthiest people and stop Arctic drilling, then I think that Democrats can make sure that 30 million Americans get a raise. Now, unfortunately for Pelosi, Sanders, and others who want to include the $15 minimum wage in the upcoming relief bill, whether or not the Senate parliamentarian, Elizabeth McDonough, believes that that kind of legislation is eligible for reconciliation comes down to her judgment about the rules of the Senate. That process is sometimes called the birdbath. Uh, the parliamentarian will go over the bill and determine what is and is not eligible for reconciliation based on the bird rule. Now, the parliamentarian... Elizabeth McDonough isn't a judge or anything like that. She doesn't have the authority to make binding decisions about what the Senate can vote on. Nelson Rockefeller, in fact, actually overruled the Senate parliamentarian in 1975 when he was Gerald Ford's vice president. Also, then-Republican Senate Majority Leader Trent Lalatte removed the parliamentarian entirely after a dispute in 2001. That's not to say that the current Senate will be willing to take that kind of step but it's something to keep an eye on if the parliamentarian's recommendation ends up being the only thing holding Democrats back from uh, passing a minimum wage increase for reconciliation. Vaccines have been going out rapidly in the U.S. and around the world, and the Israeli Health Ministry released encouraging new vaccine data on Saturday. They primarily used the Pfizer-BioNTech shot there. They found that people who have been given both doses of that vaccine are 98.9% less likely to die from COVID-19 than those who haven't been vaccinated. Similarly, the vaccine provided 99.2% protection against serious illness, 98.9% protection against hospitalizations, and 95.8% protection against any infection at all. So that's not 100%, obviously. The vaccine can't completely remove all risk, but still that's an incredibly high rate of success that would completely change the game with the pandemic if we could apply it to the entire population. Israel is now using a new program called Green Pass to let people who either had COVID-19 or have been vaccinated to do things that would require social distancing if you were allowing people who are at risk of uh, catching or transmitting the virus. Of course, they have a much smaller population than the United States. It's not exactly clear which variants they're dealing with. So far, vaccines have appeared to respond differently to different variants of COVID-19. So it's not as simple as saying that, oh, we'll reduce deaths by 99% once everyone is vaccinated. Recent CDC modeling indicated that the British strain could be the most prevalent COVID-19 variant in the U.S. by next month. So there's a long way to go before we can really say the pandemic is over completely. But these are good signs. Um, this is an excellent sign when you consider the long-term impact of vaccinating enough people to significantly reduce the spread of COVID-19 and maybe get things back to the new normal over the course of 2021. Dr. Fauci gave an interview on NBC covering the current state of coronavirus. He brought some of the same cautious optimism. He said the slope that's coming down is really terrific. It's very steep and it's coming down very, very quickly. But he also noted that we are still at a level that's very high and that we want to get that daily infection baseline really, really, really low before we start thinking that we are out of the woods. So there are still some threads in the mid to long term, but we're in a positive trajectory right now, right? Things are pointing 
in the right direction for sure. Fauci also uh, touched on the point I brought up in a recent video about the effectiveness of a single dose, particularly for people who have already been infected with COVID-19. He told Chuck Todd, we don't know what the durability of a single dose is, and it really is risky, risky for lack of protection and risky to engender perhaps some variants. With regard to following infection, that's a different story because the data looks really quite impressive that if you've been infected and then you get a single dose, the boost that you get with the single dose is really enormous. Those are two different scenarios. You don't want to confuse them. All right, everybody, that's what I have for you today. The House is preparing for a floor vote. The COVID relief bill went over yesterday later in the week. I'll, of course, be here with the latest updates on that and everything else that's going on in Washington. As always, thank you so much for watching to the end, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.